You think, oh, that's a bit harsh, but that's what the Word of God says. We need, a, we need a certain amount of faith to trust God when we start out, because we, we know the Scripture in Romans 10 and verses 9 to 10, because if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised Him from the dead, you will be saved. That's the first amount of faith that, that God gives you, is that you are able to confess the fact that Jesus Christ has been raised from the dead. And for me, that, that was the other word that God gave me, was that this, this afternoon, we are going to encounter God. We are going to encounter, because we have an expectation. We're putting our faith out there, and that's what I want you guys to do. Don't sit there and wait to hear a great preach. You're not going to have that happen. But you are, if you open your heart, going to have a meeting with God. Not, you see, because it's not dependent on me. It's the elders, the congregation, the saints, all of us. Yes, we expect to hear from you this afternoon, Lord. Yo, now I'm going strong, eh? How do you know that when you face some circumstances, that faith that we get there in the beginning is actually not enough to enable us to overcome it? Don't, don't tell me you haven't had those, those things. I've had them. Oh, Lord, how am I going to face this? I remember when we, pla we planted a church in Nelspreet. Lord, where is the money coming from? Babes, oh, don't worry, it's coming. Where is the money coming from? The guy's phone from Sappy, because I used to work for Sappy, and they found out that I was down in Nelspreet, their main uh, uh, branches down there, and they phoned and said, hey, why don't you come and work for us? Hey, I was, I'd earned no money up to that stage. It was about two or three months. All my resources were getting used, and so I put my hand over the phone like this, and I, I went to Patreon. We haven't come here to live a better lifestyle. We've come here to plant a church. No, I don't want the job. <laughs> but you know what? I, I really believe that as I've grown in God, as I've heard God, that I, God has actually used me in the gift of faith. Where I started out where there was nothing. And so I want to encourage you guys today that whatever God is drawing on your heart, you need to take a hold of it and begin to step into it and not allow the enemy to steal it from you. And all of us are, are gifted differently. All of us are different personalities, we, but we all have a part to play. We all have a part to play. But so you come up against this thing which says you can't achieve that. Because your faith is not enough. And so it's at that, that stage where you realize, like a laptop, you need an upgrade. I need more faith. I, uh, this, what I've got here is not enough to overcome what I face over there. So the, the question is, how do I receive faith? That's the question I want to ask this afternoon. That's I'm power. <laughs> I remember the right word. <laughs> How do I come to receive faith? And I want to say to you right up front, there's no easy way. 
There is no easy way. The first way is faith comes by hearing God's word. Guys, if you're not spending time in God's word, you're not gonna hear God's word. If you're not spending time in the presence of God, that by God's word is the rhema word of God. It's not the logos. It's the rhema. It's it's the impact of the spirit on your life. And when that happens, you are able to rise up and overcome what you couldn't do before. We all know Romans 10, 17. So faith comes from hearing and hearing through the word of Christ. Guys, I'm here for the basics today. You need to be spending time in God's word. You need to be spending time in God's word. Because if you don't spend time in God's word, you're not going to hear when he speaks to you. Because for me, when, I, when, when I'm waiting on God and, and, and I hear this sentence, I straight away begin to check it against the, the word that I can remember and know. Now, if you've got no, nothing to check it against, you're going to get the wrong stuff. Because the word says that the devil can come as an angel of light. So faith comes by hearing. What does that mean, but It means your faith can be added to. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Faith comes. It's a verb. Faith comes. It doesn't just happen. Comes, encountering. For me, that word encountering is on a regular basis, encountering God. You know what, if you miss one day, don't allow that to stop you on the next day, getting up and getting into the presence of God and getting into his word. I know it's more difficult for many of you than me because I'm paid to do this job. Unfortunately for you, you're not, most of you. But take what time you have and get into the presence of God and say, Lord, I want to encounter you today. And sometimes you must just stop with the grocery list and allow the Lord to come and speak into your life. And so as we get rhema, as we get the the living word of God, our faith will be added to. I don't know about you, but when God gives me a word, then I can just, I can walk through the, the walls and over the dams and I can do it because I know this is what God wants. The next thing is listening for his voice. Listening for his voice. John 10, 27, it says, My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. You know what's what's stranger? It says, My sheep hear my voice. And then I know them. I don't know them if they don't hear my voice. Because we don't know him. My sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. How can you follow without hearing God? How is it possible for Kim to uproot out of this congregation and go to Paul? Oh my goodness, that takes faith for a start. 
Kim was here before me, and she's leaving after me. So she's been here a long time. If she didn't hear God, if she didn't hear Jesus, she's going to come unstuck. But if she's heard, God's going to take her from glory to glory. I want to say to you this afternoon, can you hear God's voice? Can you hear Jesus? Just think about it. When, when did I last hear Jesus? Have you learned how to hear Jesus? How does he talk to you? You know what? He speaks to every single one of us in a different way. If you're an accountant, you have like these bean things. And he says so many of these and so many of those. And if you're a lawyer, you just lead people to the Lord all day because you've got nothing else to do. It's so nice when I got the mark, eh? <laughs> but really, guys, how do you hear God? You know what? When, when Patty, when our children were, how, they were four, six, and eight when we planted the church in Nelspruit, Patty heard the Lord through those children. The Lord would speak to her through those children. Don't try and step out of your lane. Get into your lane and stay there and allow the Lord to come through that way into your life. I love nature. And Nelspruit's very close to uh, the Kruger National Park. And I used to love going there. I, my first elder was a psychologist. I know that sounds weird, but anyway. Uh, but he, he had a practice in the Kruger National Park which he worked at on a Monday. So on a Monday, I would jump in the car with him. I didn't have to pay because he was going to his practice. You know these Oaks and Ministry, they're always looking for the cheap way. But I would go with him into the park, and while he did his work, I would ride around in the Kruger National Park. And still today, the way God often speaks to me is through nature often speaks to me. About two years at the beginning of COVID, I remember I saw this frog. And for me, a frog is like the worst thing that you could ever come across because it was part of the plague. You do know that, eh, with Moses. Uh, and I saw this frog and, oh, oh whatever. Like normally I just kill them. But anyway, I was thinking like, this is COVID. Let's change the rules. And I caught it in a bucket. And I had this thing in the bucket and I was going, duk, duk, duk. And I was like, when I opened the lid, it, it had all this poison coming out through its skin. That, oof, I closed the lid up again. I took it and threw it away there. But I felt God say to me, what is your frog? What is the thing that you need to deal with in your life? How do you hear God? Find it. God's got a different way for each one of us. That's why we can't say, this is how you hear God. The Word of God is the unfolding will and purpose of God for His family. You're watching your watch, eh? Am oh I great? Okay. 
So when, when we go to God and we're listening and we're expectant in His presence and we're ready to encounter God, don't make your family the first people that you go with to check what God has said to you. Go to your leadership. God has put those people over your life for a reason, to protect you, to help you make the right decisions. Don't go to your family. There's too many things that have to happen in the heart for a family to say, yes, go to the other side of the world. I know even my son at the moment, he's talking about immigrating in five years' time. He's a software developer and everyone wants him to come there. And uh, I just feel my heart. But you know what? He's not born again. He needs to do what he needs to do. And uh, we, I cannot hear God. Whereas my other two sons who are born again believers, I'm not their leaders. Well, I am one of their leaders. Daniel's, I'm his leader somewhere along the line. Uh, but uh, I will offer a perspective, but not hold on. I, I was so blessed to just see the way Kevin has just kept his hands open and allowed God to move people where they need to move. And they haven't had to pray and intercede and fast for two weeks before you heard, eh, Kim? Or did you do that? <laughs> you know what? When we hear his voice, you'll have faith. You'll have faith. Yes, Lord. I, I have an expectation that you can do this thing now. One thing I want to tell you when you're trying to hear God's voice, if you have sin in your life, you won't hear him. God can't come near sin. I had a guy who used to be on his team when I was a younger man, not that long ago, but uh, um, he used to tell us, the way that you know when God is speaking to you, he says, when he speaks, the first thing that you get, yes, no, maybe, whatever it is, the first thing that happens as long as you don't have sin in your life, go with that thing. So you know what? By keeping our lives clean, we actually keep ourselves ready to hear God, that we can respond to Him. Next thing, we must be willing to do whatever He asks us to do. Oh, yes, oh, let me... John 2 and verse 5, it says his mother, his mother was speaking to the servants. She says to the servants, do whatever he tells you. He's talking about when Jesus turned water into wine. Do whatever he tells you. And you know what? When Jesus speaks to you, are you going to do it? Because people often say, I can't hear God anymore. And so I'll say to him, well, what was the last thing God told you? Oh, go back there. I said, okay, now do that, and you'll start to hear God again. God's, he doesn't have to speak if he doesn't want to, but he does want to. Because you know what? When, when, when Jesus speaks to us, sometimes we look at the circumstances 
and we think, no ways can we do this. I remember when they, when they asked us to go and plant in Nelsbrook, I was a mechanical engineer. I know nothing about planting churches. And when, I, when we left and went, it was okay. But when we got there, and there was no one else in this church that we were coming to start, we were terrified. Well, I was. I were you terrified? I was, yeah. And so we did this. We had... We had three young boys. We had children's parties till they were coming out of our ears. People came to those parties. They got saved. The church began to grow. New people, new children, new parties. <laughs> it was difficult for Patty. <laughs> but you see, before you can receive, you have to believe. It's no good saying, oh, this is a great church. Uh, I've got faith for it. No, you, you've already received it. Go out there where there's nothing and then have faith to believe God so that you receive. Once you've got the thing in your hand, it's not hard to believe. Really, it's not hard. Because this, it will be difficult because we have to overcome our natural senses. What we see, what we hear, what we taste. We have to overcome those things. Am I doing okay, bud? No, I'm talking about looking this side and looking. When, when Gerard Ristol looked this side, I said to you, you better remind me. Because <laughs> this funny shaped hole, you've got to like... Do this. Sometimes it's not just about obedience. It's about obedience that seems irrational. God, that's weird. Why must I do that? And when we do it, we realize, whoa, that's why we had to do that. There was a reason. But sometimes we don't understand it up front. I remember Daniel once saying, Obedience is God's love language. It's God's love language. You all know the love languages, eh, for marriages. God's love language is obedience. It's a, he, he actually says obedience is better than sacrifice. Be doers, not hearers only. For faith to work in your life, you have to respond to God. It's no good God speaking to you and you just sit there and don't respond to what, what God is saying to you. You all know the story of the, the house uh, that the guy built on the rock. And when the storm came, because it was built on the rock, it didn't fall down. But before that, Jesus says, Somebody who hears and does. So if we're hearing but we're not doing, we're like the other guy that bought, built on the sandy land. I remember we used to sing a song somewhere like that for children's ministry. That's a long time ago. Only Herod will know that song. You've got to have one guy that doesn't get offended and you pick on him. 
You know what? It's, it's so exciting when God comes through for you. You think, hey, my faith is, I'm pumped up. But guys, what happens when he doesn't come through? According to you, he doesn't come through. For myself, I trusted God for good health. But you know what? It wasn't God that allowed what happened in my life. It was me not looking after what God had given me. I put on too much weight. I developed sugar diabetes. Then I developed high blood pressure. And then I ended up having to have a triple bypass. And that was not God's fault. It wasn't even the devil's fault. It was a lack of fruit in my life. There's this fruit that I'll tell you about now that will stop you from doing everything you shouldn't do. You know what that fruit's called? Self-control. Of being that sort of person that when God does something, you want to take God's glory. Not good. We need to be those that when God does something, we actually thank him and say, Lord, we appreciate. We really appreciate. You all know the story of the, the ten lepers. Only one came back and he was made whole because he came back to say thank you. Okay, so let's look at this. Faith comes by hearing. Rhema. This, we're going to wrap this thing up. Listening for his voice. These are the ways that we add to our faith. We must be willing to do what it takes. We need to be doers and not only hearers. We need to give God the glory. We need to thank him. I wonder if you guys could, uh, Greg, if you can, can I tell him to come up? 